this is for insanity, um, but I'm being told that uh, this is not really insane. And I, I'm sorry, i got to go with the voices in my head. And now, more of the doggerel adventures of Harry Bowser, canine criminologist. It was another hot, sticky dog day of August. I had just washed my face, and I was trying to get the hair off my tongue when I heard a knock at my office door. Quit your knocking to come in. Ah, Mr. Bowser. My name is Max Grubermichael, and I understand you do detective work. Yes, and I'm darn good, too. Now, what do you ask? I've got an assignment for you. I'm looking for... for your daughter. My daughter? I don't have a daughter that I know of. Oh, did I say that? I mean, my daughter, Sarah. Sarah Grubermichael? Very good, Mr. Bowser. And just what happened to your daughter, Mr. Grubermichael? Oh, well, about two years ago, she left to go back around to work to the little worst plant, and she never came back. She just up and disappeared? No warning? No clue? Right. Why didn't you call the police? And why did you wait so long to start looking for her? You asked a lot of questions, Mr. Bowser. It's my job. I can't help you if you refuse to help me. <laughs> Look, Matt, you want the case or not? Well, certainly there are a lot of unanswered questions around here. That's your job, Bowser. Okay, I'll take the job. But first, let's get a few things straight right off the top. First, I get $200 a day plus expenses. That's kind of high, isn't it, fellow? Take it or leave it. I got plenty of cases. I don't need yours. You'll take this case if you know what's good for you. Look, nobody... Suddenly, he took hold of my collar. I grasped for breath. <laughs> then I growled back. Listen, bub. Get your paws off me before I bite off your leg. I don't take this tough stuff from anyone, especially a two-bit hood like you. Oh, yeah? <clears throat> okay, I'm sorry. I guess this whole thing got me a bit upset. Now, you help me or not? Yeah, well, I'll think about it. You pay for two days in advance, and I'll let you know Thursday if I come up with anything. Right. change a lawful lot in four years. Sorry, it's the best I can do. How about an old article of clothing, a skirt, a blouse, maybe a pair of shoes, uh, soiled underwear? Why, yes, I believe so. I should have something back at the house. I just hope they're not washed. with all my contacts, I came up empty-pawed. No one knew anything about this mysterious lady. I had a whole country to search, a whole world, and not one single lead. After trying to pick up a scent, for 12 hours, I decided to call it a night and stop by Ferdy's for a brew and a bone. I guess I had too much to drink. By the time they closed, I was on all fours. I must have hit every hydrant from 46th to 61st Street. 
when I finally got back home, some compelling presence, call it intuition, told me something was wrong. I smelled a rat. And I just knew somebody was waiting in ambush. Quietly, I crept up the stairs to the third floor. I pressed my ear to the door. A noise. I put my paw on the knob, twisting it, and pushed through with all my might. Aha! Oh, oh, oh. What in blazes is going on? Who is that, Benny? Oh, I'm sorry, really. I'm terribly sorry. Just go ahead and do what you were doing. <laughs> Wrong floor. Uh, that's okay, but, um, just... <laughs> the next morning, I was sick as, sick as a human. I took a bath, but somehow still felt gritty. I trudged down to the cafe across the street for a bite to eat. Madge was working. What a dish. She was beautiful. I hadn't had animal stirrings like this since I was a pup, watching those lassie reruns. I tried to hide my excitement, but my wagging tail betrayed my feelings. <laughs> Please, beautiful, not so loud. I have a splitting headache. Oh, Jack. Nice, it's a rough life. It's a dog's life. Give me a couple of eggs, some juice, and a side order of special cuts. Coming right up here. Want those eggs. Doggy style. Right. How about a nice cup of coffee? You look like you could really use me. Yeah, you're right. Thanks. As the cup tinkled, she poured the coffee. Oh. Is everything all right? It looks like you might be suffering from a little more than a hangover. Ah, it's this damn Gruber Michael case. I can't make any headway. Gruber Michael? Where have I heard that name before? I don't know. Here's a picture of her. You recognize this dame? Well, Wait a minute. Yes. That's... The... No. I've seen her. You've seen her? Where? I wear. Well, um, oh, yes, me, where? Let me think. Yeah, that's it. Are we at first? At the modeling school mm -hmm. over on 57th Street. Michael's old place? Yeah, that's it. Michael's modeling school. Thanks, doll. This one's for you. Ten dollars? Hold the makes till I get back, and thanks again, babe. I'll let you know how this turns out. Modeling school leads handout. The proprietor recognized Sarah and said she'd left about three months ago in a nervous frenzy. He had an old address, but he didn't think it would do me any good. While she was still at the agency, she'd fallen into the company of Juan Giovanni Garbanzo, a sinister Costa Nostrum type, working on the west side. If I'd had any sense, I would have dropped the case upon hearing that. These dudes would just as soon drop you off the pier in a cement doghouse as look at you. One thing I didn't need was a Cops down my back was involved with the syndicate. But something about this whole case intrigued me. I had to get to the bottom of this before it got to me. 
By the time I arrived at Scarbanzo's mansion, the overcast clouds had opened with a fury. I stood at the doorway, the rain penetrating my coat. I took a deep breath. <laughs> The doorbell wasn't working, so I made my presence known. Hmm. Hey, I think there's someone at his door. I'll get it, sir. Yes? Is this the Garbanzo residence? Indeed it is. And who are you? Harry Bowser. I'm a de... I mean, I sell insurance. I'm, I'm sorry, but... I assure you, Mr. Garbanzo has plenty of insurance. Oh, did I say that? I quit that job. Oh, dopey me. I meant to say I work for Mr. Castanelli. I have a business proposition for Mr. Garbanzo. Mr. Castanelli? Well, come right in, young man. It's been raining cats and dogs out there. Yes, and some of them I know. Oh, please, Mr. Garbanzo, you're getting everything all wet. Let me get you a towel, and, and while I'm headed that way, can I take that wet coat of yours? Try it, and I'll... I mean, no, thank you. I don't want to get your draft. Very well. I'll tell Mr. Garbanzo you're here. As the servant left, I took the opportunity to case the joint. Everything seemed in place, if not terribly overdone. I had just taken my place when... Oh, well, I'm just doing a little research on, uh... Mr. Smith, General to Business Proposition is to disguise. Yes, well, that's what I told him. He wouldn't have let me through the door if I hadn't lied. I came to find out about Sarah Grubermichael. Sarah Grubermichael? Who do you interested in this case for? I came on a hunch. I've been asked to locate her. I think it's bugging at the wrong thing, I see you still haven't lost your delicate sense of humor. I don't think so. If you don't know her, what are you doing with that picture of her up on your mantle? Oh, oh her. She's my sister, Louisa. You're lying through your teeth, meatball. What about her? Or I'll make linguine out of you. Your idle threats don't scare me. Your money and your power don't scare me. And most of all, your band of thugs don't scare me. Now that scares me. Well, let's talk this over, Bowser. What do you want with Mrs. Cobra Michael? That's none of your beeswax. Hey, how long have you had as a temper? All my life, if it's all the same to you. If you want to live to keep it, you better shut your trap. Right. You know, I cannot indulge my client to you. All I can tell you is I'm supposed to find her. Look, fella, I ask you a question. You better tell me who... What's all this fuss Who's this hounding me, Jedi? Sarah! What are you doing out of here? This man is looking for you. Oh, he is, is he? I'll handle this, Giovanni. Mr. Will you come with me in here? So this was Sarah. 
She was not at all what I had expected. Not entirely unattractive, in fact. She was a real bow-wow. She was about 25, well-stacked, although I preferred my girls with a few more teeth. And if my nose didn't deceive me, she was in heat. As if on a leash, I followed her obediently to her couch. Sit down, Mr. Bowser. Bowser, sit. All right. Now tell me, exactly what is it you're doing here? I was nervous. Finally, a chill out my spine. I'm no chili dog. I awkwardly scratched my ear. Uh, well, I just thought I'd look you up. I heard... The turret, Mr. Bowser. One look in those deep brown eyes and I was lost. I stared at my answer. Your father hired me. You've been on this case a long time. No, just since Tuesday. Well, I thought you'd been dead since 1972. Are you sure? I realized how dumb that sounded as soon as I got it. Well, of course. Oh, I'm sorry. But then, who did hire me to find you? Why would a total stranger want me to hunt you down? What sort of trick? I know. It must be my fiancé. Fiancé? He must be 25 years older than you. 32 to be exact. But I began to talk but didn't finish. She softly put her tender hand on my paw and said in that coy, pleasant voice. Please, let's not discuss it, Harry. Let's talk about you. You're so interesting. I melted in her arms. Well, my father was a boxer, and my mother was Pekingese. Were you an only child? Oh, heavens, no. I had eight brothers and sisters. But my mother accidentally rolled over two of them. Bit. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. With that, she put her arms around me, looking at me with those sad human eyes of hers, and I was overpowered. I bent over tenderly to kiss her. What, Harry? Sorry, Cheryl, but I lost my head. Would you, well, rub my belly? Please, Harry, not, not on the first date. Finally, the door opened. <laughs> and there stood Garbanzo. You're the dog again, eh, Shira? You did it, rotten bitch. Hey, that's no way. Shut up, you menu mongrel, or I'll pound you. He grabbed me by the hair on the back of my arm. In the doghouse again, I thought to myself, I had to do something fast or we'd both be dead. This was one two-bed hood whose bite was as bad as his bark. Reaching back, I punched him in the snout. Ooh, you miserable flea bag. I'll break your arm. That's my leg, technically. Well, whatever. He pulled my front leg back behind my back. Yikes! I quickly pulled back my other front leg and rolled around with all my might. I hit him right on the collarbone. His grip loosened. Oh. Then he slumped to the floor. Come on, Sheriff. Tie him up with my collar. And let's get out of here before Helmet stumbles in and calls the guards. Harry, no, no, I, I... You don't mean to tell me you love him. No, no, no of course not. I just... Garbanzo will kill us when he comes to. You can't seriously believe that. Not in this day and age. You haven't lost your delicate sense of humor either, Shara. Suddenly, my spark began to turn. Crazy thoughts were going through my head. Like, how do I make my voice do this? Shara, that's terrible. 
Come on now. If we don't get out of here, we may never get another chance. I'm sorry, Bowser, but I, I can't. I won't let you. How much call the guards? Mr. Corbazo's been attacked. Sarah, how could you? We interrupt this program to give you the following announcement.